enjoy the film. You want butter on your popcorn? The theater will be ready in a second. This was a beautiful day, wasn't it? Uh, uh, it's been it, fine. It was. Summertime in Timberdale. Yeah. The ice is thawing, mm-hmm. and uh, people are just out in their swimsuits. And yeah. It's almost that time of year for the uh, the, the slog mm-hmm. yeah. through the, the lake. Yeah. It's it's wonderful. It's the, wonderful. Uh, the orchard behind the theater is really starting to flourish. It looks yes. gorgeous. This is its chance uh-huh. to grow. Yeah. This is the only chance it gets. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah. We do it's, not it's have like a, a climate that's good for no no, 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 no. There's like maybe a, a month window yeah. in which At a most. whole orchard can grow. Harvest and then yeah. it's back to... <clears throat> back to... Back to back to Decrepit, broken trees and mm-hmm. Creepy leaves. trees. Yeah. Creepy. Yeah, it does Wolf get kind of spooky infested. out there. <laughs> yeah, right. Wolves in the trees. Fog. A heavy mist descends upon the orchard. Yes. But... In that one month or so, it's lovely. It's gorgeous. It's beautiful. We should the go walk through the orchard after this. We should. Yeah. That sounds wonderful, Kyle. That sounds great. Thanks. You're welcome. My goodness, so much can happen in an orchard. How's how's your bedazzling business? Fantastic. You want to see my new line? Let's I mean, do it. You're gonna you're gonna do it anyway. So. <laughs> No. I'm excited. You know to what? See you don't get to see these ones. Oh, thank all right? God. All right. These ones are Let's for the move fans. On then. Oh. And they all say this. They say, I don't have any fans. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's negging them. <laughs> this is how you nag. Who, all your shirts are, are they're so like, contradictory. Are you yeah. do, do you wear that shirt? Who wears that shirt? I'm so confused. Who are you nagging? The fans uh, no, of you? F- my fans wear a shirt that says I have no fans. So do you they get it? look like they don't have fans of themselves? Yes. No. Because they're fans no, of you? No, they're saying, they're saying, hey, I, the royal I, as in Greg, am I using that right? So the shirt is still know. from your perspective, even if someone else is wearing it? Yes. I made it. Why would it be from anyone else's perspective? It's a little confusing. It's like a painting. This painting of the Mono Liza. Mo- Mona Lisa? Is that how you say it? I've only read it. And you can't read that? <laughs> the word Lisa? It's a common it's name. It's a name. <laughs> it's like the Mona. It's like the Mona. It's like the Mona Lisa. Lisa. It's like when, when Leonardo DiCaprio painted that. It's from his Wrong. perspective. Well, close enough. It's from know. his right. perspective. But I'm saying like with a shirt, it doesn't work because like... Yeah, I know. If you, if you see I, someone I wearing... I like to see your topless too. No. What? Greg, so if someone's wearing a, an I'm with stupid yes. shirt, you assume that the I'm is referring to the manufacturer of the shirt or the designer of that shirt? Yeah. Who else is it supposed to be? It's the person who's wearing it. Well, that's... Uh, robbery you think that by someone wearing one of your shirts they're not allowed to you you think that's i'm yeah, so confused i by think logic that here. if somebody is wearing the thing that i made it should be from my perspective because i made it so has anybody bought one no one has bought one or any okay I, actually I'm, I'm sorry that so, that sounded like a lead-in um <clears throat> no your, one how's your bought. album doing uh, arguably better, but better realistically the same. <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah. Uh, let's, let's not I'm argue struggling. that. You're point. just treading water on I this am, business. Yeah. 
I'm st- I- I've never learned how to tread water. Henry, remember when you were selling concessions on the side? Yeah. You what were you... so successful at that. Like, right. How did you do it? It was what... mostly you giving me money. I guess that's true. Oh, well, I was about to say, <laughs> would you teach me how to do that? Yeah, no, definitely. But if I just give myself $80 money... a month and I oh, can teach I you all of the secrets. There you go. Sounds good. All right. Please. That would be great because I am struggling. Over? I am struggling. There here. is an application fee of nine hundred dollars. Nine hundred? Ooh. Maybe you should just hand but over your credit card accept- again. Yeah, be... actually, if I just hold on to that uh, for the, just well, that would the time probably being. be easiest. Yeah. Yeah, God. I'll just take it right out would of you there. Might- yeah. Thank you so much. Mm-hmm. Thank you so much, Henry. You are a good friend, and you are a better businessman, and you are good looking. I would call well, you attractive. Well, as is your father. You are just <clears throat> full of compliments today. Yeah. Hey, I'm full of something. And that something is compliments. I'll take it. You know, you that's... I feel the need to just rephrase said, you know? what Henry said. I feel the need to say things again when they are said to me. But in a different way? In a different way, slightly. Because then that way, it's my words. Ownership. Ownership. That's what it is. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. That's how art works. You just change it, change something that already exists slightly. Yeah, and it's yours. I mean, look at in, this shirt. In, in an essence, that just says "Property of Gregory Q. Basil." Mm-hmm. So, is the shirt yours, or is the person wearing it yours, claiming that they're your property? Now you see this one. Uh huh. Is real interesting because of the legal, legally binding contract on the inside. Oh, also oh, wow. bedazzled. I mm-hmm. cannot read that. Theme? You can't read that? It's too small. <clears throat> well, basically it says whoever should wear this shirt is legally accepting. Even you can't read it. You're really struggling. Oh, what does that word say? I don't know what I was trying <laughs> to do. You bedazzled it. I know. Yeah, I guess that'll be a mystery for Well, anyway, it's basically saying I own this person now. And you think that's legally binding? That's I think so. I mean, it's on the shirt. What if well, they take off the shirt? If they take off the shirt, then they break the contract and they, they can no longer be mine. And a lot of people are going to be upset about that. But those real diehard fans will continue to wear that shirt and continue to be under my control. Not like physically or... You know, I think we're all just lucky that nobody's buying Greg's shirts. Yeah. Since it turns out one of them is just a trap. Well, trap is a harsh one word. One of them is Accurate, a, a but trap harsh. into literal slavery. Yeah, yeah. this is... I wouldn't call it slavery, but mm-hmm. that, again, is accurate. <laughs> it's, yeah, there's definitely some uh, moral moral gray moral area there. Quandary. Yeah. Uh, yeah, luckily enough, morals have never been a problem. Mm, that's don't you remember you remember back in high school mm-hmm. yes yeah was there more to that just no i was thinking about moral quandaries you're moral... just asking remember high school <laughs> yeah because i don't remember a lot but i remember hating the people i remember shrimp glimpsky shrimp glimpsky uh, we've gone so long without bringing that up oh my god kyle do you remember when we used to call you i do uh, i imagine that glimpsky it was constant yeah I hate oh, it. Yeah. Oh yeah, shrimp Klimsky, shrimpy boy, shrimps. Oh, this isn't really my wheelhouse. Uh, shrimps on the Barbie. <clears throat> it's not your wheelhouse. Not my wheelhouse. Australian phrases. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 
Give me any other country and I'll give you a phrase. Yugoslavia. Yugoslavia. You don't go back. That's that's the the name of basically the name of that film we did. You go to Yugoslavia. That's why. That's why I remember. Singapore. Singapore. <clears throat> Singapore man to sleep. He'll sleep sleeping. Malaysia. Malaysia. <laughs> Let's get the podcast started. Sudan. <laughs> Sudan. He hit my car with his. <laughs> All right. Uh, welcome to Breakroom at the Cineplex. My name is Kyle oh, McClinsky. My name is Greg Basil. I'm Henry Harrison. And this week we're going to review a movie because we watched a movie. Yes, yes we did. we did. Uh, we watched a film that was sent to us by a listener. Thank Via goodness. email. This one is you, uh, uh, straight to the point. No... Uh, no wasted time says hi guys will you please review the movie lock stock and barrel thanks chris lock stock and barrel thanks chris lock stock and barrel thank you chris the interesting thing about the film though the film title is uh stock is not spelled like lock and stock are perfect rhymes Mm -hmm. right but stock here in this in this title is spelled s-t-a-l-k like what you'd do to my sister (laughs) allegedly I mean, Ad- you've admitted to it in a, into a microphone. Ooh. Hmm. I might have to make a shirt about that. This, that might come to bite you <laughs> in the ass later. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, yeah, lock, stock, and barrel. Mm-hmm. Um, How's so, barrel spelled? Barrel is spelled like barrel. Oh. Lock is spelled like lock. Hmm. How's and spelled? It's an ampersand. Oh. Lock, stock, and barrel. <clears throat> Uh, who wants to get this get uh, this review going? Let's let's go. Yeah, I'll, I'll get it started. Yeah, this uh, um, this movie it centers around three main characters, mm-hmm. uh, all by the names of Stock, Lock, and Barrel. Did they do uh, that in Nightmare Before Christmas? They did. Yes, indeed. But but in Nightmare Before Christmas, it was their first names. In these ones, it was all their last name. Right. That is yes. a distinction we should make. Mm-hmm. There was Peter Locke. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. Carol Barrel. <laughs> <laughs> and Benji Stock. Yeah. And, and all three of these people own a detective agency. Well, detective agency slash law firm. <laughs> <laughs> slash private investigator... Mm-hmm. Slash right. deli slash maintenance crew. <laughs> They're kind of jacks of all trade. Yeah, they mainly they mainly focus on the 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 private detectiveness mm-hmm. and the food court at and the mall. The food court at the mall. Uh, yeah, <laughs> where they also work. So it's sort of like a buddy buddy cop buddy detective film, but with yeah. three. Yeah, but with three, which is rare. They're I feel all like buddies. it's usually two, right? Yeah, but that, that's that's kind of what makes this play. This this play. This uh, uh, it was made into a stage play and then a movie. Right, uh, right. Um, There's like a based weird on a short story. Yeah, the interesting like love triangle type deal that happens. Yeah, and then, like just yeah, the inner the interpersonal relationships are really what will drive yeah, the story. It's character. It's character driven. Mm-hmm. It's character driven. Uh, uh, not a lot of action. Some there is some action, and boy is it big. But it doesn't happen very often. Just big spikes, yeah, of right. Momentary action. No, it's it's really it kind of catches you off guard sometimes. It's mm-hmm. really it interesting does. how they, uh, yeah, incorporated uh, it. Yeah, I thought I think I saw you jump a couple times, Henry. That was because you jumped and turned around and looked at me, <laughs> and, and and I and then you, you, you made me jump. <laughs> it wasn't the movie; it was you. Well, I still saw you. Still, saw yeah, you, you can turn around real quick. It's, 
you you can turn around yeah 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 i i I, well hey we all have our special brandishing a knife it was honestly (laughs) a lot scarier it's encouragement it's encouragement join the fun henry join the fun i'll stab you if you don't i didn't say that but it was implied (laughs) right uh, let's so so the film starts with uh, I'm just gonna call him Lock, Stock, and Barrel. It's a little easier oh, to okay. Yeah, sure. Peter yeah. Locke, Benji Stock, Carol Barrel. Mm-hmm. Uh, they we start off there they're in their detective agency slash law firm slash all those things. Yeah. And, uh, and Benji's over there. He's 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 cooking up a nice fresh uh, batch of fries. Yeah, he's on the deep fryer, yeah. which is just in this office. Uh, but. Uh, Peter slams a, a file down on on Carol's desk, <laughs> and uh, and he's like, "Case closed." So we get you know the film starting with them wrapping up a case. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And 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 uh, Benji and Carol, they're they're like they're, they both they both give a, a rousing, yeah, all right, Hurrah. sweet deal. And sweet so deal. Carol's Order like, I'll, <laughs> "I'll put it with the others," and she swivels around in her chair, and there's a filing cabinet with a one labeled "Cases that have been closed." Cases closed that are. Closing. yeah <laughs> she shows it up and she slides it in they've got a, f- a fair number number of folders in there mm-hmm. this is a that's a little visual storytelling it's like the, the, they know how to close a case yes they do all cases a through x but that's when case z shows there up. you go mm-hmm. there you go. so she's like let's ch- let's get our next case and she goes down a drawer to cases not yet started mm-hmm. and there's one folder in there she's like oh this is the only case we have that we haven't uh started case z and, and so our they, 26th case we we've been going alphabetically yeah it's just a, it's just an easier way to keep everything in line is to go alphabetically sure that, yeah, yeah of course not by way of importance or time sensitivity yeah yeah because the last case but, that they just closed was uh, someone missing a xylophone yeah it's like a missing <laughs> xylophone <laughs> In case why they just they yeah, never bothered. They, they said so, why bother? Yeah. This, this one they open the case up and look and they're like this is Grand Theft Auto. <laughs> <laughs> this is a Grand Theft Auto. This is <laughs> and so and so and they, the murder. Uh, uh, the murder and, and so 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 they they're like well let's get started on this let's go talk to whomever this was from. We have to go find out this. Uh, we have to go find whoever the filed it. Whoever yeah, we have, we have to go find the guy that that uh, that wanted us to to fix this or whatever mm-hmm. and his name was marcus souffle marcus souffle he's a french chef he's a french guy he's he, a he works guy. in the french restaurant mm-hmm. at the food across court across the food court <laughs> and so they 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 go out there they put on the the little the little uh, uh gone for lunch little sign or whatever closed <laughs> will be return. back soon yeah. yeah gone fishing back soon or whatever and they go across the way, and Marcus Souffle, he's he's over there, and he's like, he's like, hey, Marie, the baguettes, <laughs> <laughs> and, and 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 he looks over, and he's like, he's like, ah, my favorite customers, the uh, the neighbors from across across the way, <laughs> and they're like, hey, we finally got to your case, and he's like, it's been months, months. <laughs> and like well you shouldn't have the murder the grand theft auto it happened months ago this is all time sensitive and so uh they're like well we're ready to to, to launch this investigation what do you got and and he, and he goes on to tell the story of what happened Stop, uh don't uh, tap the table when you're talking sorry <laughs> so he goes on to tell the story of what happened and basically it was 
Like somebody stole a car, then a murder happened, right? <laughs> yeah, that was the gist right. of it. He, All right. he was he was leaving the theater at night, and uh, his his wife was murdered in the passenger seat of his car. They just yes. seen a, an opera. Mm-hmm. The they, 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 yeah, they just gone to see an opera. They, they they got into the car, and suddenly a gun comes through the window, and they're like, "Get the fuck out!" And right. he says, we, we see this no, in a flashback. No. We see this in a little flashback uh-huh. that happens. He's telling us the story. It's great, it's, moody, black and white flashback. Really, yeah, it's very stylized. Very I loved noir. it. It was wonderful. Was that the same director who did this? I don't know. Who directed this? As what? As what? As a movie. You think someone else directed the flashback within the film? Yeah. I assume it's all the same director. Right? Wow, that director knows how to direct a movie. Right. I, anyway, okay. yeah. So, so they do the flashback, <laughs> and, and, and it's all stylized and everything, and, uh, and, the, and the gun comes through the window, and they're like, get the hell out. And his wife screams, and, and he, a gun fires, and her necklace snaps. <laughs> And there are beads flying everywhere. Pearls, yeah, pearls bouncing, and right. and 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 Marcus and fades into like, oh. his face behind the register at the French restaurant, mm-hmm. and there's pearls bouncing <laughs> off the countertop. He's like, "Oh shit, my pearls! <laughs> I dropped my pearls." Order up, dude. And they're like, "What?" Well, and and the police, did they have any leads? And he's like, "Oh, I didn't." I don't talk to the cops. <laughs> I went to you, the detective no agency, across in, the in way the from court. the in food court. Mm-hmm. I just figured you guys were working on that, but apparently now you're just getting started. Just, just starting. <laughs> uh, so any leads that I might have had, they are long gone at this point. So the case is very cold, and they're like, "Okay, we're on it." Cold cases, that's what we do best because we take a long time to get to any of our cases. Cold cases and cold cuts, that's our specialty. Am I right? (laughs) All righty. Well, we will get to going on to this one then. (laughs) So you, Marcus, you hang tight and keep up the good work. You got the best souffles in town in the small food court. Which we call Which is called the town. The town. The town mall. Yeah. Uh, So they leave. (laughs) And and they they go off and they're they're driving they're driving down the way. Uh, we we just see this like little little shot of them going down the road, and it's a really, it's a really empty road. It's it's it seems like a really empty town, small town that yeah. centers around this mall and has a, a a beautiful opera theater, which is the first place that they go. To. Exactly, they go, to the opera they, they go straight to the opera theater, knock on the door, and they're they're, they're like they're like, well, it's in the middle of the day. There's no, there's probably nobody here. Is there anybody here? And the janitor opens up the door, and he's like, yeah, I'm here. <laughs> I'm always here. I'm always here. I'm the janitor. I'm the janitor. And they're like, we need to talk to you. Uh, what what opera was being performed, uh, let's see, last November? Oh, golly, last November. Well, oh, Madam Butterfly. Yeah, I tell you, I, I don't remember a lot of things, but I remember every single opera. <laughs> In November. In November. <laughs> it was Madam Butterfly? Mm-hmm. Madam Butterfly. And so so that they, 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 say, they say, Madam Butterfly, that must have been uh, a really... Did a lot of people show up for that one? He says a lot. Everyone shows up for Madam Butterfly. How are the reviews? Were they overall positive? What was the general? They were okay. You know, uh, uh, there was the the one guy, Sleazy Steve. <laughs> sleazy Steve. Oh, Sleazy Steve. Oh, geez. He always gives us bad reviews. That sleaze bag. He gave it a four. He wanted, uh, if you read his review, he says that while the show was was pretty much perfect and he couldn't find anything bad to say, he said there was a murder in the parking lot outside that mm-hmm. really spoiled the evening. Mm-hmm. He hated witnessing really it. Like, so, so something <laughs> he I really like. Being the sole witness to it. <laughs> something I really enjoy about the dialogue in this film is uh-huh. that it starts off sounding like it doesn't. 
have anything to do with anything, but then it moves into being very vital information. They know how to ask the right questions. And this exactly. is where our first spike of action happens. Exactly. Yes. Because immediately as they're getting the information about the sole witness of the crime, a car, the car that the has been stolen, careens through the theater. Through the opera theater. And crashes out of the box office onto the street. Goes all the way through. And 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 lock, stock, and barrel. That they all look at each other and they're like, "Did you see that?" <laughs> well, they're gone now. Let's uh, yeah, let's, let's head and let's go to talk janitor. to the <laughs> and then go talk to the witness. <laughs> Action over. So they uh... <laughs> again, and, and just that little bit. That little bit was amazing too. Who directed that? It's the same person. Are it's you one, serious? It's one person. Wow. Have we... We, we went over amazing. this. We had to pause the movie to explain this to you while you were brandishing a knife at us. That's fair. And I was screaming at you, what the fuck is going have on? We really, have we truly expressed how, how hard it is to get through a film with Greg? No, I don't how think so. How hard is it? I feel like we've made mentions of we've things. We've definitely expressed it. But I've, I don't think we've explained how hard it is. I think I'm a fun time. You made us watch like 24 hours of butterfly documentaries. <laughs> that one was also a knife point. I don't know if we even brought that up at the time but well i wouldn't say knife point it was pointed at you what, that, what? that's knife point oh i'll write up another shirt uh so so, so they... they're talking to the, 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 the after after this car just careens through this opera house mm-hmm. causing so much damage the janitor just kind of you know there's an opera singer on the hood of the car and it just <laughs> drives away with her <laughs> <laughs> And then they, they continue talking to the janitor. Yeah. And, uh, so and he's November, like, you said. He's like, <laughs> Sleazy Steve, huh? Yeah. And he's like, yeah, he's always in here Friday nights. Friday nights? That's tonight's night. Well, then let's wait for him. <laughs> Sounds good, Carol Barrel. So they all, uh, they all just kind of... The, well, the janitor's like, all right, you can wait. You can't wait in here, though. We're closed right now, and i got to clean this up. Of course. We'll, 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 we'll sweet sort of thing to do. Yeah. We'll go to the bar across the way. Maybe the uh, maybe the barkeep over there has some information too. So they head across the street and they sit down at the bar and they're like, "Uh, hey, excuse me, bartender." Yeah, I'll be right with you. What can I get for you? Uh, so and they're like, "Hey, what opera was playing back in uh, November?" They go through the same questions. They go through with the this exact guy. same questions, and it's the exact same answers too, yeah. verbatim. <laughs> like it's it's it's. But again, like it starts off not well. It was the exact same thing that just happened. It started it all off, points it, to everything sleazy comes Steve. back into sleazy Steve. So and, like that's and, two people who have said and this. He's like, sleazy Steve. he's always in here on Thursday nights, and they're, and they're like, well, that was that was that yesterday, was yesterday. So that doesn't help us out. Yeah. And like, the bartender's like, yeah, I know what day it is. <laughs> what do you want to drink? We've been talking for 20 minutes. Are you actually going to order something? And they're like, nah, I think it's about time we I'll head just, back I'll to the opera I'll just have a water. Get the fuck out. <laughs> so uh, a night has fallen, mm-hmm. and the crowd is arriving at the opera house. Yeah. Uh, the janitor has patched up the holes through the, the place pretty well. Yeah, pretty well. I can considered. barely tell uh, how many trash bags he used. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you made us pause the film so that you could try to count... I don't... I really wanted to know. Now, you see... Now, okay. So, two things. Mm-hmm. One, don't give me any weapons. Two, don't give me the remote. You brought both from home. Yeah. You have because your own you keep taking them from me. <laughs> so, then your advice doesn't work. 
anyway, so they head over to the opera house. They there's the whole place is patched up, mm-hmm. and um, they're selling tickets for tonight's opera. Yes, which and, is and all, the all opera the rendition of Cats. <laughs> and and, and uh, everyone everyone who's anyone is there, mm-hmm. and and they're all there in their in their in their fur coats and their tuxedos long gowns and, and tuxedos, yes, top indeed. hats, mm-hmm. scarves, and everything. Oh my! This is a small town, but it is wealthy. It is a wealthy. It is a town. very affluent neighborhood. The mm-hmm. mall has really like it's done well. Yeah, it's a literal town. Yeah, the mall in is the mall, the, town. the city true. that never sleeps. Because they, it is a 24-hour mall and yeah. a 24-hour opera theater. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and they stole that from... New York. New York. Right. And we know that because that's what Lock, Stock, and Barrel were talking about while they were waiting. <laughs> In line for the opera. Yes. They were like, well, interestingly enough, uh, Carol. Uh, uh, yes, Peter? <laughs> so they get up to the front of the box office and they're like, three tickets, please. Also, is Sleazy Steve here tonight? And the... The ticket taker is like, yep, he's up in his private booth. We give him a private booth to try to get him to like one of our shows. Mm-hmm. We it's give him not so much. And they're like, listen, we are actually review writers, and we want a private booth. Otherwise, we are going to give this one star. And they're like, three more reviewers? This is this is this quadrupled is the number of reviewers we, <laughs> we usually have <laughs> in this town. But, uh, all right, we only have one booth. Do you mind sitting with Sleazy Steve? And they're like, well, with a name like Sleazy Steve, he must be a fun guy. We'll take that And, and so they, they lead him up the hallway mm-hmm. to the... Which, uh, is, a, which is also an interesting little, little sequence, because they, they walk the entire way up. It's like a, this is a big this is a big opera house, too. Mm-hmm. It takes them like two minutes to get there. And, and, and the entire way up, silence. Just one Just... one long uh, dolly shot. Yeah, up the staircase. Just silence. I feel like the, this film on a whole has a lot of unnecessary stuff in it. Yeah, like them going over to the bar and asking the same series of questions, receiving the same answers. Well, and... it always feels like that, mm-hmm. and then they always tie up the loose ends. Like you know, they have this long shot at the staircase, like complete silence. But then when they get to the top of the staircase, they're at the they find the room. They're there. The bartender is in there. He is sleazy Steve. Oh right. So wow. it's like they do connect the dots, it just in the moment. It, it takes, takes a, a long time it to takes get a there. While. Like there's not a but lot hey, of payoff. Yeah, like any puzzle. Like it like any puzzle, it it takes a while to put the pieces together. And this is when we get our second action sequence. Exactly, right. because they they burst through the doors. Well, burst through. They kind of just open the door and they say they they knock and they're like, "Hey, mind if you have a few more?" And and sleazy Steve, the bartender, he turns around and he's like, "Shit!" And he jumps off the balcony, does a triple backflip. He grabs onto the chandelier, this huge, huge chandelier, beautiful chandelier, gorgeous. He swings. The chandelier snaps, falls, <laughs> and then the car bursts <laughs> through the wall, he, smashes through the chandelier on the ground. He and, jumps in the passenger seat, and in the driver's side door is a man with a paper bag on his head. Yes, and uh, some, he's got some googly eyes on the paper bag. Yeah, <laughs> like like in, in, the, in these big comically comically big glasses. Uh, uh, I don't know if they were prescription. I wanted to stop and check. We had wrestled the remote away from you. How at that can point. you tell Thank if you, glasses are prescription? Yeah, what does it matter? I can tell. 
I can always tell. You, I guess you were the entire time in this film. I can tell a film. faker when I see one. <laughs> but anyway, they they peel out. Yeah. They, they take. Mm-hmm. They drag the chandelier with them out with out them. of the building. We we cut back to lock, stock, and barrel up mm-hmm. in the box office, and they're they're just kind of dumbfounded, like, "Whoa, that, that just happened!" I think that was our guy right there. Mm-hmm. So we get a nice little uh, long two minute shot of them coming of back them down coming the stairs, down. Yeah. walking they're, casually, walking yeah. again. Yeah, just walking. But they get out. They get to the side of the building. And they're inspecting the massive hole that the car left, and they're like, "Ah, if only we could find out where this car is going." And then uh, Carol, who's who's kind of wandered away to to inspect other parts of the scene, goes, "Hey, lock and stock." Check this out. She points to the ground, and there's a line of crystals from the chandelier leading off into the darkness. Yeah, right. And th- these are th- these are pretty. It it, it it's pretty. Uh, it it would be pretty easy to follow them. These are big crystals too. Yeah. And Stalk like is like, this is this is my specialty right here. Yeah. And he just I starts following this. the crystals. <laughs> and 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 uh, uh, Lock and Barrel that they, they they both look at each other and they're like, Ugh, this guy. Lock is like, I'll get the door. <laughs> And a bunch of people are trying to get out. And they're like, what the hell? Because a fire has started in the opera. He's house. locked the fire escape. Yeah. So they uh, they they followed the trail mm-hmm. on foot. On foot. And the entire time that they're on, the entire time that they walk, uh, we, we, kind of, we, we see the beginning and then there's a little cut and, and, and we're, we're led to believe that time has passed. Yeah. In a completely Th- different thankfully, location. they decided to... Cut, show all edit of it. things yeah but we're in we uh we come into the middle of a conversation that they're having mm-hmm. about their feelings for each other right this is when the love triangle comes in mm-hmm. and goes out this is kind of like the only mention yeah this is the only time that it's mentioned yeah it feels like it should have been a bigger deal and it also felt like some things weren't resolved <laughs> They just don't bring it up anymore. But it's a very character-driven story. It's very right. character-driven. My understanding story. is that there's a, <laughs> there's a director's cut of the film. <laughs> oh, fuck that. I know. And the big the big thing that was added back in was this, them following the crystals. We say, like, I'm glad they decided to cut from them starting the, you know, tracking it uh-huh. to the end. I guess in the original cut, you see the whole thing. All things considered, they probably could have cut any of these walking sequences where there's complete silence right my goodness because there were like four more (laughs) but i hate it when movies do that if you need a director's cut Mm -hmm. to explain what's going on in the movie that you already released in theaters you've made a bad movie that's that's a fair assessment yeah that's actually like surprisingly apt of you what the hell does apt mean henry apt Apt. It's like when uh, you you pull your phone out and uh, you, you swipe in left and right and stuff. Mm-hmm. And then somebody comes up behind you and slaps you in the back of the head. And they're like, you just got apt. Yeah, so it's oh. quite apt of you, Greg. Thank you. I'll have to write a shirt about this. I'll, I'll write a shirt tonight. We can just assume that everything we're talking about is going to end up on a shirt. Yeah, it's kind of like a diary, honestly. Like a little journal. <laughs> That's not healthy. Yeah, it's too Diaries much Diaries aren't healthy? It's not healthy to wear your diary around town. <laughs> mm. Yeah, also the epoxy that I've been using, the glue I've been using is... It, I think I'm allergic to it, honestly. Mm. Is mm. that why you have this rash that's kind of going up your neck? Yeah, I mean, it hasn't you, reached your you face, up, but it's, it's coming up my neck. I mean, look, look at it under my shirt. Ooh. Oh no! Yeah. How do you bedazzle with your hands so inflamed? 
Uh, it's difficult, honestly. It's very difficult. I've been using those extendo arms, the claws. Oh, that That's, must take a long yeah, time. It's, it's, I, it's kind of plastic, like a little, a little like physical toy. challenge. Yeah, the little plastic ones. It's, it's kind of like a physical challenge. I've been, I've been, I've been challenging myself to, to do this. You don't have to do it's any. It's really of this. difficult because I have to use tweezers. So you're using tweezers with these. The claws are grabbing onto tweezers. The claws are grabbing onto tweezers, which are placing the bedazzle uh, on top of the epoxy that I'm putting there with the claw holding a glue gun. <clears throat> so uh, anyway, we get. A, we, we come into the middle of a conversation mm-hmm. <laughs> where these three are having a conversation about Carol how. says, and that's why I'll never be with you, Locke. And Locke's like, but I want to be with Stock. And Stock's like, Carol, <laughs> I want you to be with Locke. It kind of, it's kind of just this little circle <laughs> yeah. where everything... It's not even quite a love triangle because Stock, Stock is trying to set Carol is, and Locke up. Stock, yeah. Stock just wants to watch, but <laughs> the ones that he's watching aren't into each other. Right, yeah. and they're Locke both, is into stock. They're both into him. Right, and 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 he's he's like, look, we aren't gonna figure this out on this walk <laughs> or during the rest of this mystery, <laughs> this investigation. So let's just put it to rest until we're done with the mystery. Okay, you two, Benji, Carol, are we good? Carol's already wandered off, and she's like, "Hey guys, I found it. Check this out." <laughs> And the car Sorry. is just smashed into the side of a building, mm-hmm. and uh, the chandelier is is sitting there, and with no like, crystals left on it. No, right. crystals. it's, it's just the frame of the chandelier. Mm-hmm. And um, and Stock runs over to the car, and he's like, "The seat's still warm. They must have just left." And uh, and <laughs> why'd you sniff it? <laughs> and uh, he's like, "Don't don't let's let's go. Let's keep and, going." <laughs> and so he he runs into into the building that the car has crashed into, and he starts running up the stairwell. And um, Locke mm-hmm. comes up behind him, he locks the door and then uh, behind them and runs up the staircase. And Beryl is left outside and she's like, okay, well, <laughs> I'm going to take the fire escape. And she starts running up the fire escape to the top of the building. Because Locke locked the door before she could get in. Mm-hmm. And she, yeah, she ran into the door. And th- th- there's this really cool thing that's happening with the music in this part. Mm-hmm. It, it makes, it, it's ramping us up to something. But they're, like, the, the way that they're moving, they don't really have a lot of urgency. Mm-hmm. The only one who had any urgency was Benji Stock when he ran up the stairs, but then everybody else was just kind of yeah. We're just cutting back and forth between Locke and Carol, mm-hmm. Locke and Beryl, and uh, she's yeah, she's just taking the steps one at a time, one at a time up the stairs. She's escape. taking her time. So finally, they get upstairs mm-hmm. after I am just so anxious because the music is getting me there. And I think they didn't. They the music that they wrote wasn't prepared for the length of time that this was going to take because it's like and just like starts and then it, over and then it just slowly fades out when they get to the top. <laughs> so they only get through like half of it. There's some sloppy aspects to this film. But, yeah, oh but my. they they get to the top and they they see um they they see a figure on the edge of the roof mm-hmm. with a paper bag on its head mm-hmm. big huge glasses and uh googly eyes and, googly eyes and uh stalk comes up behind him and 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 grabs his shoulder and he realizes it's a scarecrow mm. yeah cuz cuz the cuz the scarecrow falls backwards he put, puts his hand he's like all right buddy this is the end of the line puts his hand on the shoulder and then kind of just flops back over flops over and then on the other end of the roof, they hear cackling, mm-hmm. and they turn around and they see the actual guy with, with the bag <laughs> he's st- and he's the glasses. There, a bag, no clothes, <laughs> a bag, big glasses, googly eyes. He put his clothes on the scarecrow. <laughs> the scarecrow. 
He had a second bag, but yeah. you fell for my decoy. <laughs> so he, he turns, here. but just at that moment, Carol comes up. The, she reaches the end of the fire escape because she was coming up the outside of the building, mm-hmm. and she's right behind him on the on the rooftop. Right, and and <laughs> pardon me, <laughs> and she she barrels into him, mm-hmm. like knocks him over. Mm-hmm. That's where she That's gets her name from. Gets. The big reveal. And he, he's gravity. knocked to the ground. His glasses fall off his face. Still googly eyes and, and a bag. paper bag on his head. But um, she kind of wrestles him to the ground. And then he's like, no, no, no. And uh, he's able to, to wiggle out. And he just leaps off of the building. And they're left like, what the hell? And they this like is look a over. This story tall building. They see him down on the street. His somehow. legs are broken. He's just, he's just. He's screaming. <laughs> he is screaming. And he is slowly dragging himself. <laughs> screaming and he drags himself over a manhole where he lifts the cover up and just topples into it lock stock and barrel they start running down the fire escape they're like well this is well meandering down the fire escape yeah they're walking down the fire escape (laughs) they're like he's not going anywhere safety first and so uh they they get down to the bottom and they look into the manhole and they're like hmm should we try another one, like down the line a little bit maybe this one's a bit i don't really want to climb in there i don't know about this one and so they, they walk down the street a little bit. And Which we follow the entire time. Follow the entire time as they're talking about mundane things. <laughs> they were talking about the, the fact that their lease is coming up in the mall for their for their food courts slash their deli slash deli slash detective agency. Uh, 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 I, and, and then they well, get, they get may, to the manhole and they're like, oh, well, let's put a pin in this. There was yeah, just geez. pointing a pin in their conversations. They never and come back honestly, to them. Honestly, I'm a bit worried that they that they won't be able to pay for their for their lease. They won't be able to renew the lease. What are they gonna do? I don't know. Greg. Hopefully, never make matter. another movie. Yeah. Oh. Um. So they open the manhole cover, <laughs> and uh, the paper bag guy is just reaching that manhole by the time they get there. Uh-huh, still, still dragging, dragging himself. himself. The just, timing worked perfectly. Just through sewage and. His bag is soaked and like kind of falling apart because it's just a paper he's bag. He's basically waterboarded himself with sewage water. Yeah, and, and, he, and he's like, "I'll tell you anything. I'll tell you everything. I'll tell you." They're like, "Why are you running from us so like? What? What did you so poorly? Why did you drive your car through the opera house? What was the scarecrow for? <laughs> Why the decoy?" And so he starts telling him everything. Yeah. He's, he's like, well, okay, listen, we did Grand Theft Auto. We murdered a guy's wife on accident. I wasn't even supposed to shoot the gun that night. That was me, by the way. <laughs> uh, Steven Steve, Sleazy, yeah, Steve. Sleazy Steve saw the whole thing and he was blackmailing me. He said he'd write a review for my murder one star. And I said, no way. <laughs> so I, I, me and him, we teamed up together. And I guess you're probably wondering who I am under this bag this entire time, too. And they said no. <laughs> Cut to him getting his mug shot. <laughs> still wearing, still the, wearing bag. the bag. And it is st- still rather damp. Yeah. It's, it's, it's lost its shape. It's kind of just hanging a over little, his head. A little off kilter to yeah. the side. Yeah. And, and they, they lock him up. They book him. And they're yeah. like... Well, a nice, nice, nice job there, lock, stock, and barrel. We didn't even know there was a murder, but thanks for getting the the perp. And they're like, no problem. We're always here to help. Just might take us a few months. That's what we do: cold cases and cold cuts. Speaking of, we should probably go back and talk about our lease, as well as this relationship issue that we have with the three of us. 
And so we get a long shot of them walking back to the mall. Very mm-hmm. long shot. And 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 it's it's just like like they they leave they leave the police station. The camera stays there mm-hmm. on the steps of the police station and they just walk down the street towards the mall. But okay. no words are uttered. By the end of this entire shot, we can't see them anymore. And they get back to the the food court and uh, there's a huge line of people waiting because this is a 24-hour food court, mind you. Exactly. They said they would be back soon, and it has been all night. And everyone's there, and everyone's like, we've heard about your food. We need it now. And they're like, I guess we'll be able to pay the lease. (laughs) (laughs) And the last thing we see is Carol opening up the drawer. It says cases that now are closed at this point, and she slides (laughs) Z in. Right in there. And she's like, all right, we're done. <laughs> Close up shop. That's a wrap. We've solved all we saw we solved all twenty-six cases. And then we hear the director say, All right, cut. <laughs> cut. And, and, and then and a and static the shot of everyone breaking down the set. <laughs> yeah, kind of as the, cre- as the credits roll. Yeah. They're all they're all like, hey, good job. This was this has been fun. I'm that was the martini. Everyone. Well done, folks. Hey, yeah, hey. Yeah. I I hope I'm not like being too mean when i say this but this film was kind of a mess oh kyle no it was pretty awful oh you too Ugh. i agree wholeheartedly. It was, and it was made worse by having to pause it every like 15 minutes to explain things to you yeah well hey look i i appreciate you guys doing that you I, know what the best part of the movie was being threatened at knife point i have to say that was the most exciting great, part yeah i i I should I should threaten people more often. No, it's no, exciting. that's not that's not what we're saying. We're saying that the movie like was so bad said, that though. this bad thing of being threatened at mm. knife point was better. That would than, give a lot of excitement. Places, it's hyperbole though. to a degree. Mm. Lock, stock, and barrel. Lock, stock, and barrel. Lark, nope. Stark and barley. Mm, okay, barley. Um, favorite part? Yeah. Does anyone have any th- favorite characters moments? My my favorite part was uh, was during that shot of them waiting for the opera house to open again. Hmm. There was something about it. I, I I liked I liked the park they were like the little the little not not really a park but a sitting area. Yeah, there's a bench. There's a little there's a little there's a little bench there, and they they were just sitting there. They were just talking about stuff, just shooting mm-hmm. the breeze, and it was it looked like a gorgeous little area. Yeah, they were talking about how they hadn't gotten the delivery they were expecting for their deli. Yeah, but the guy said, said he'd be there in the morning, the next, so it shouldn't yeah. be an issue. And then they 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 yeah they delivered the wrong size of mm-hmm. gloves. Mm-hmm. But, so like, no. it's okay, we'll make it work. The, luckily, it's a large size, so we can still fit our hands in. Yeah, yeah. We'll just have to deal with that until yeah, yeah. we run out and have to order some more. Yeah, goodness. It was it was interesting to see the, the little behind-the-scenes of, like, a little little restaurant. Yeah, little... yeah, there was a lot of information on just, like, how they run the deli. Yeah, which is kind of interesting in and of itself somewhat, but in the context of the movie, it was, it was odd. Uh, somewhat irrelevant, I would say. Uh, very much so. S- Sleazy Steve was a very underutilized character. Yeah, True. and did, he was, was he both ever... the bartender and the sole witness. <laughs> they didn't and, and, use and the only, that information at all. Yeah, the only opera critic in the town. Yeah, and apparently he's an acrobat. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, there was a lot. He didn't break his legs. There's a lot of questions I was left with. And did so he tough. just? Where where was he at the end? Did mm-hmm. he mean to steal the chandelier, or was that unintentional? Goodness! They focused on so many unnecessary details and left out left some big questions for yeah. us to just kind of. It kind of begs the question: Was the director trying to do this? 
Was he trying to make a bad movie? I don't think people really set out to do that. Goodness. And we talk visually. There are some really cool things. Oh hell yeah! Really cool things. Really cool things. I th- I think on on that on that fact alone, mm-hmm. I would give this a nine out of ten. Honestly, nine out of ten. I um I think, yeah, I think I'd give it a two. I said I sounded like I was agreeing with you. you I, did. I'm gonna you give did. it a two. That's that's understandable. It was a bad film. It's a it's a horrible film. Very bad. I'm gonna give it a. Mm. I guess, mm, yeah, I guess 8 out of 10. That seems high. But Change mine to 1. Negative 8 out of 10. Absolute value of negative 8 out of 10. Uh, oh. Absolute value of negative 8 out of 10? Is that a math thing? Yeah, square root of 64 out of 10. 8 out of 10. 2, 3. I'll give it what, a 3. Did I give it a 3 give, or a 2? You gave it a 2. 2. I'll give it a 2. I'll give it a 1. We're getting worse at giving ratings to films. Well, okay. Let, let's let's try again. Okay. Three. Eight out of two, ten. Oh. One out of ten. Uh, eight out oh. of ten. <laughs> three. Three. <coughs> out of ten. Oh, God. Huh. I'm allergic to bad ratings. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. Thanks a lot, Greg. Well, goodness. Henry's swelling there, there up over are. here. Um, well, thank you very much, Greg. Chris. 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 Mm. Yeah, thanks for. Uh, we did. Will you please review the movie Lock, Stock, and Barrel? Yes, we will. We did. I hope you enjoyed it, Chris. We yeah. hate it. We hate it. I mean, the I mean it's, got, it's got. Like, if you're into that sort of bad film, like the campy. Oh, well, was it really campy, though? <laughs> well, so a few weeks back, we asked people to send in the worst films they could think of. Now, Chris oh, didn't God. specify that this was the worst film he could find, but. Uh, he or she, I guess I don't know for sure. But Chris, I'm going to assume this is the worst film you could find. And I hope and for th- your sake they did a that, very good job yeah. finding a horrible, horrible C- film. Kudos for that. Kudos, Chris. Chris, I'm going to call you kudos from now on. Okay, Chris? <laughs> Are you kudos with that? All right, well, uh, if you'd like to send us a film, good or otherwise, uh, feel free to reach out on Twitter at CineplexPodcast or at gmail.com at CineplexPodcast at gmail.com. A-S. You'll get that someday. You'll get the alphabet. T. Keep going. Z. X. H. D. We'll get it in the right order v, after you, you figure out all the letters. A. Did I already say A? I don't know. Check your fingers. You're counting on your fingers, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, there Fuck. You go. Yeah. I did say A. Mm-hmm. Um, You're not illiterate, though, because you, you bedazzle things, full sentences, contracts onto your <laughs> shirt. Legal contracts. And he knew what the square root of 64 was, so there's there's just some sort of mental disconnect here. You can't figure out the order of the alphabet, but you can... I think I know all the letters, though. That's I think good. I know them all. Give me a letter, and I'll tell you if it's a letter. <laughs> L. Nope. Zem. Wait. Yes. Zem. Zem? Mm, yes? No. I want to say yes. It's not. It's not. Damn it. Ah, I was close. I was close, though. I was close. On a, on a yes or no, you can't be close. I was close. Jwep. Jwep? Mm-hmm. No, that is a soda brand. You're right. Oh, 
sweet let's let's continue this uh off mic i don't think this is very interesting to listen to but uh, okay. uh thanks again for listening and uh see you next week thank you chris thank you, kudos kudos thank you kudos hey kudos kudos to you right you gorgeous you're a gorgeous ain't you you're just one of them gorgeous ain't you all right huh? wrap it up what do you think you some gorgeous huh what you think you're better than me